portal update number two, the first week. We got it under our belt down on the plains. And today on the Auburn Daily Show, we're going to talk about it. We are back with our guy, Auburn Daily regular, Auburn's man of mystery, the berator of bad takes, Auburn's online hall monitor, none other than Pat Barnes. He is back as always. Hit it out of the park with some killer, killer content last week for how Auburn started with the portal. Of course, before that, we had the news of Cam Coleman. So it's almost like Pat Barnes is the lucky rabbit's foot of the Auburn Daily Show. It seems like these episodes always, uh, there's been a lot of good positivity in the last few tanks. So here we are, we're going to keep that rolling. We're going to talk about what has happened in the last seven days. We're recording this Monday evening. So like I said, one full week. And uh, there's definitely been some news. And we're going to kind of break some of that down. Welcome to the show, Pat. And I'm going to just leave it to you. Where do, where do we start this? Where, where do we dive in first with Portal Talk? We, I think probably we should start with who's left the program so far. Um, there hadn't been as many players as I thought there may be. But we've had, numbers-wise, nine people, I believe, that have left. So how about we start with who has left Auburn so far? I love it. So I think... Yeah, no, let's go there. You got a list. Just just uh, let's, let's hit the list up. Do you have it? We no, kinda, really cool. Do you have it in order already? Well, I don't know about order, but I got okay. a list of, of nine people who have left. That's, that, that's gonna have to do it for you. All right, all right, yeah. Well, let's, the I all right, who was the first that announced? Was it Amari Kelly? I think it was Amari Kelly, and I think Malcolm Johnson Jr. was right after that. And then I think maybe Jair Shorter was right after that. So it may have been three receivers back to back to back. Uh no, there was um there was the the uh, Steven Johnson was early too. Steven Johnson. That's right. Yeah. Steven so Johnson. Here's, here's, who we, there. here's who we've got who have left so far. We've got Amari Kelly, Malcolm Johnson Jr., Jair Shorter, Steven Johnson, and Nietzsche Sledge, Steven oh, Sledge was Sledge was early. That's the one I was missing. Yeah, he was early. And then I, so those are the six that have, we talked about last week. And since then, you've had Marquise Gilbert that left over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Most of y'all probably don't know who that is. You've got Tyler Fromm, the tight end, Dang. who's the famous brother of Jake Fromm. Is, are and they brothers little, or cousins? No, they're brothers. They don't look anything alike. Okay, I thought they were cousins. It, man, that was a dick at Marquise Gilbert. Jeez. It is what it is. <laughs> Poor guy. Dang. Okay, sorry. Back back to it. Wish him nothing but the best. Uh Jake yeah. Fromm. I was in Jake Fromm. Tyler Fromm. And uh he, he's my second favorite of the Fromms after and then Wilkie Denied is the, the one he left today. <laughs> oh man, this is this is just derailing quickly. All right. So, denied today. Um and that is is that the is that the full list? Yes, that is the nine players who have left the Auburn so far. Yeah, so I, I was thinking the number was going to be floating somewhere between like ten and fifteen, and I'm sure there's a few more. Now, I guess okay, I would say ten and fifteen this deal because there'll be some guys that leave in the spring, but I'm not counting that. Right, I'm saying this cycle there'll be ten or fifteen. So if we're at nine, that's leaving us between one to six more guys. Agree or disagree? I, I I kind of anticipated ten to fifteen, like you just said, going into the portal season. So we're sort of right on track for where I think we're going to end up. 
really what I found the most interesting out of all this is I expected kind of a mass exodus at wide receiver. Uh, defensive line was not one I was necessarily expecting from a lot of young guys. And to be totally honest with you, I'm not quite sure if that has more to do with just young guys dying to get on the field and they don't see a path to playing time uh, this coming year, or if that's Auburn doing some processing of their own, which I kind of lean that way because none of these guys have gotten on the field yet. Uh, but that's kind of been the more surprising thing to me was just seven of these nine players have been from the defensive line in the wide receiver room. I expected the wide receiver room, the defensive line departures have kind of uh, surprised me a little bit, but nobody that Auburn has lost so far is, is truly of consequence to next year's team, I think. Right. And it looks like, uh, it looks like our guy sledge has committed to Illinois. Yeah. So that's power five so, transfer. That's good to see. So Brett, Brett Bielema, liking fellow big man sledge, who is a big man. And big I bet man. that guy will eat up in the big 10. So, yeah. I mean, well, they got big, I mean, big linemen need big defensive linemen. I mean, just, it kind of makes sense, but I believe he is the only other player who has found a destination. Is that correct? I'm looking through here. It looks like that is correct. I believe that's so, true. You're right. Yeah. So everybody else is there. Uh, shorter, I, I believe he, the only reason he was able to transfer is because I think he was able to redshirt this year because he only played four games. Did he only, I know he had one catch. He may have, I think he only played in four, which that's got to be the most shocking aspect of this whole year is, is that he only uh, got game time in four games. Which is wild because, I mean, originally everyone was like, oh, you know, he's done. And then you just kind of blinked and you realize like, oh, he, I'm double checking this to verify, but it was like, oh, he only played four games. So he was able to technically redshirt. So he right. didn't burn this year. In turn, got to, I guess, give it another run wherever he ends up going. So that's. He'll, a, he'll be back to North Texas by the end of the month, I'm sure. That's a wild, wild. Well, yeah, I mean, coming, I mean, considering he got, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. 628 yards last year. His average was 27.3. Wasn't he like the long – didn't he have like the highest average catch in the country or something? Yep. I think yeah. for receivers with more than 600 yards, he had the highest yard per catch average in the entire country. So let's just go over that. He had 23 receptions for 628 yards, which is wild. And on yep. top of that, he had 11 touchdowns. Yeah, so, I thought he was going to be our deep threat. They just – nothing ever happened there. Nearly half of his catches were touchdowns last year. Crazy. And, yeah, I mean – and even – you like, I mean, even if he gets marginally what he did at North Texas, it still would have been a huge impact. And, obviously, one didn't quite do it. So, yeah, that stinks. And I, I think one thing – I just want to give a little caveat on that for everybody listening. And uh, th there was, a, like, a hugabaloo on Twitter because of uh, some other – North Texas interest Auburn had, or was it was it North Texas or Texas State? For who? The guy that Charlie Five was getting all uh jumping on fans for getting getting all uh riled up about. You talking about somebody that's entered the portal so far? Yeah, yeah. The guy that um the guy who was like got got an offer from Auburn. I don't and... know about a, a, a Texas a Texas receiver that we've done that for. It was um, what was the guy's name? Yeah, it was a uh, it, it was it was the um, we talked about it. It was the it was the guy <laughs> from uh, uh, 
um, Jamari, is it Macklin? Oh, Jamari Macklin. That's right. You're, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah North Texas. With that. Because that guy, I, I wonder if the fans really ran him off. Yeah, sorry. That, uh, that took way too long for me to dig that one out. But yeah, listen to the A Top Button podcast uh, on this YouTube channel. Uh, Charlie Five did. And yeah, he uh, he definitely jumped a lot of people's cases on uh, on social media about that. So for those that didn't hear that episode, very fast review. Tweeted he got an offer from Auburn. A lot of Auburn fans were, I guess, a little jaded that their last guy from North Texas only had one catch. And from what I understand, we're spatting a lot of negativity in the replies. And he shortly deleted the tweet, which is, yeah, just not not good fan behavior, in my opinion. Can, and, I, uh, can I get on my soapbox for a second? About this situation? About just in general, about yeah, uh, interactions on – with players on social media. Yeah, go for it. I have a general rule when it comes to stuff like this and it's don't do it. <laughs> and if you, and if you really think you should do it, you should probably just delete your Twitter, delete your Instagram, whatever. These guys do not need you messaging them and commenting on their stuff. These are, these are high school college kids that are just trying to play football and, and live their lives. They, they don't need Auburn fans commenting on all their stuff. Cause you, you may end up in a situation where you say something silly, just trying to be funny, and the guy don't want to come to Auburn anymore. Because that guy was probably friends with Jair Shorter. Um, I think Charlie. I think Charlie was on something on this one. So I think that was a silly thing for Auburn fans to do. Yeah, and the coaches wouldn't be offering the guy unless they actually thought, "Hey, you know what? He wants him." And unfortunately, even the best coaches at all levels are going to get busts. And yeah, Shorter didn't pan out. Statistically, and I'm sure film-wise, he had a lot of intangibles that they really would go to him. He was 6'2", 215. He had the physique for it, which didn't pan out. But you know what? Like Odds are the next guy they're going to get is probably going to hit. And Charlie Five did say in that episode, and I guess we're just recapping his episode here, but to bring the point, there were a lot of other schools that got non-Power 5 players, the power, SEC Power 5 schools that got non-Power 5 players that had huge impacts on the team just – that dice roll for that specific position didn't work out at Auburn, but that doesn't mean it never will again. And to be like, oh, we got a we got a guy from Georgia State, oh boo. Like, no, that's not how this works. Like Robert Lewis, I guess this is a great segue to talk about him. The yeah. first player to come in, or I guess thus far, the first and only player to commit to Auburn as of right now, Robert Lewis. Right. And I, I'm pretty excited about this guy. Um it, this Robert Lewis is a 5'11", 195-pound receiver from Georgia State. I think he caught 70 balls for about 875 yards this past year. So, you know, it's something one of these things where if you can catch 70 balls in a season, it, at least you know a guy can get open uh, at that level anyway. And his pro football focus grades are pretty good. He rakes in the top 25-ish percentage in the country as far as that goes. I, he played about 80% out wide at Georgia State. He's got the build of a slot receiver, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him play more slot at Auburn, especially depending on who comes back, who leaves of our current slot receiver room, which which is kind of our strength to begin with going, going into the offseason as far as the receiver room goes. But I think this is a big-time pickup, and the fact that we got him a week into the transfer portal period as opposed to having to wait around till May this time is a, is a big deal. I – did look up to confirm he did not receive any catches in the Auburn 
Georgia State game in 2021. Mm. I had to look that yeah, up. Yeah, he did. He only had 300 something yards last year, and I think he was just a, a true freshman or a redshirt freshman when we played Georgia State. So he was his high school class was 2020. So I'm trying to look up right now as we speak if he redshirted. So um, just let's see here. So 2021. Um, so okay, it looks like he played 2021. So that would have been a redshirt freshman. Yeah. So. He graduated 2020, so I guess he would have redshirted 2020, but 2020 right. doesn't count. So, anyway, so I guess he would have. He's got one more year left to play. Oh, yeah, so I guess if he redshirt in 2020, does that. Uh... Yeah, see, that, that's that's the little, the little uh, nuance there is that everybody got a freebie that year one way or the other. So, even if you, even if you declared a redshirt, it doesn't really matter. It's still you still got the free year, no matter what. So, because I mean, he would have only play four years. You can only play four years of college football, no matter what happens. Besides well, that, I mean, one COVID year, unless yeah, unless you're Bo Nix <clears throat> or that. Uh, yeah. So, well, he, he got the COVID played, year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was the, that was the joke. Uh, he did not. Re- he he played in 2021. Did not. Thankfully, did not get a catch in that 2021. Game. He has been to Jordan Hare, so I think he, he knows he knows the atmosphere. Uh he got 380 yards in 2022. In this past season, he got 887 for 70 receptions and then was like the guy um that year. So here's the fun fact: he got nine receptions on LSU. This I saw that, but it was only like 60 yards, right? Yeah, it was it was he, for fifty nine, but close enough. But what I'm just saying is, you know, against SEC competition, it's not like he was getting nine, ten, twelve catches and then zero against an SEC. School, I'm expecting so. him to be our. Uh, I don't like I said he played the receiver Z, the flanker at Georgia State mostly, which is your deep threat traditionally. I don't know if he's got the type of speed to be a Z or a deep threat in the SEC, but I think he's going to, at the very least be a solid slot receiver for Auburn next year. He got uh, seven catches, seven receptions on North Carolina on Gene Chiswick the year before. So, yeah, and I think he put up something like 220 yards against Coastal. I think it was it was somebody. It was decent. maybe Troy or Coastal or somebody like that. I got it pulled up in front of me. Uh, it was it was Charlotte. Charlotte, neither one of them. 200 200 220 he got 114 against troy so you're not off there that's, yeah that's good yeah that's good yeah i know i mean i'll take yeah i'll take it and you know god forbid i'll, I'll take his bad game against georgia southern where he got 97 yards you know i'll take that so anyway yeah. robert lewis good addition feel good about it no fan out there as you said if, if you got this whole oh we should be getting better if you think you're too good for these guys and think your opinion is better than the coaches offer him or whatever else we can't stop you from having that opinion but we can just highly encourage you don't get behind a keyboard and voice it especially not to the players yeah. directly that's just stupid behavior so anyway don't don't I'm reach all, out I'm to the, the player surprise. don't reach out to the player and involve him in that you know it's one thing to have that opinion say it but no need to, to force your viewpoint on that person yeah, and there's a lot of opinions here, but it, it's funny because it's typically the people who are like, oh, that stuff doesn't matter, are the people who are the one, the people who are constantly in their like 
late 20s, yep. 30s, 40s, and plus who were like constantly sliding in the comments and replies and DMs of high school and college kids. So just look, if, if you're on the fence about how you want to handle this, just look at the people who do do this and look at those who don't and just be like, who do I want to be like? And just think long and hard about that. So we'll, um, we'll end it there. So yeah, Robert Lewis coming in. We have talked about the guys coming out. Uh, as you said, no major surprises thus far, no real major loss in production. We kind of teased that last week and what's going on there. Old crew week later. Yeah. Where we are at though, is that uh, Auburn has lost, uh, is that technically four defensive linemen? Yes. So uh looks like they're going to need to go out and grab some linemen in the portal. Well, here's the thing. There's only two defensive linemen that we know about right now that have portal offers. And I think it's okay to talk about port- who we've offered in the portal, right? They're officially in the portal and we made an official offer. So I assume that's okay to talk about. Let's, and, uh, yes. let's just let's just go there. That's a good another good segue. I'm just organically spatting them out. So let's go to offers that have gone out. The only defensive linemen that we have offered, to my knowledge, and, and these a lot of times what happens just to kind of give everybody some background, we're getting this information from when a player tweets out they've received an offer or they tweet out, hey, I'm visiting Auburn this weekend. Only two of these guys have made those um, known to the public, and that's Derek Harmon, who's a defensive tackle at Michigan State, who had a, had a really good year for a defensive tackle as far as efficiency-wise this past year. He's got two years left to play, and he was actually on campus this weekend. He plays – if he came to Auburn, I think he would play the role that Marcus Harris played for us this past year, that that three-technique kind of uh, more agile defensive tackle of the two. Um, and then the other guy we've offered is Chris McClellan from Florida, who's a really highly ranked recruit. Hadn't seen the field too much at Florida, uh, but he's one of those you would almost want to take a flyer on because the physical attributes are there, and you would hope that he would blossom to something in his third year playing college football. That that would be why we would take him. I think well, a lot uh, of this – go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say um, it, it was a good segue for an ad read, but finish your sentence and then I'll take it because – we're going I think, too. yeah, when we wrap up defense tackles, then we we'll get there. But I, what I was going to say is, I think a lot of who we're going to bring in at defense tackle has to do with whether Marcus Harris is staying or staying or going to the NFL. God, I got to go. If, Mar- if Marcus Harris stays, which would be massive, I mean, he's probably the best player on the team. Um, if he comes back this year, it's it's going to be almost impossible to, to get a really good interior defense alignment in the portal because you've got both your nose tackles and. Rodgers and Jones coming back. You got Marcus Harris coming back. So we would probably have to get somebody like a McClellan who's got a yeah. young and production, but get, right. He's got a high ceiling. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a guy who's put up big numbers on the line and be like, hey, we really want you here. But by the way, uh, you see that guy that's gonna be a pretty high NFL draft pick if his stock continues to rise even further. You're sitting behind him, sorry. Right. <laughs> you're not gonna get somebody like that. So we had Derek Harmon in on an official visit this past weekend. My guess is we want him. We want him here. He's not going to come here unless Marcus Harris announces he's going pro in the next couple of days. So, well, let's go to that next segue. You know what? You know what defensive linemen absolutely love to do on their uh, in their free time because they're kind of you know 
They got that's an angry position in the trenches. If you get my drift, I'm sure they just like to rage in general, and they'll they'll need a room to go do that in safely. They will. They will need a room to do that. And the good news is for all defensive linemen, and really just anybody. I mean, it doesn't have to be defensive linemen, but it can be. There is a place in Opelika, not far from Auburn. You know, you probably if you left Jordan here, if you don't hit, if you get lucky on the red lights, you're not going to rush. You're probably ten minutes away. It's called Opelika Rage Room. If you listen to the show, you know about it. Well, that's where you go take your rage out. Even though they are football players, they'll grab some baseball bats. They can grab some hammers. Uh, Speaking of defense, you know, guys who played the line, if you remember last year, Derek Hall would walk out with a sledgehammer on the field in pregame, like walkthroughs. Just saying there is a correlation there. Well, rage rooms also have sledgehammers. D-linemen love sledgehammers. You get to break all sorts of stuff with those things. It is an absolute blast. It is the holiday season. This is a great time for work parties, doing stuff with your family. Open seven days a week. Go to opelikearageroom.com to make your reservation. If it is a work event, whether you are the boss or the planner, or you want to you know, like mention to a boss or manager, like, hey, this would be a really fun end-of-the-year party. Like, I am sick of doing whatever we've done the last five years. We want to mix it up. Great time to mix it up. They can handle large group bookings as well. If you're in the Birmingham area or close to it, hey, you know what? Second location, number two, Birmingham Rage Room. They can do all the same stuff, exact same deal. Check them out, social media, website, BirminghamRageRoom.com. Whether it be friends and family or an end-of-the-year holiday party, it is a blast. Come on by. Like I said, you don't have to be a defensive lineman, but, you know, hopefully, you know, from, from a guys on the line and listening, come on by. And if you are checking out the show right now and you heard of this or the Birmingham or the Opelika location, mention to the staff when you get there, hey, I heard about the Rage Room on the Auburn Daily Show, you know what? They're going to hook you up with some free stuff. It'll be a free bucket of bottles, maybe some extra glassware. It could be a windshield. They will take care of you. Just mentioned this there. I want to thank them for sponsoring the show. As always, make sure to check them out. If you love the show, support the show by supporting our sponsors, as well as, you know, like, follow, subscribe, comment, do all that stuff. You know, tell somebody about it. Hey, this is a really cool show. Start listening to. It's great. This guy, Pat Barnes, he's like on top of the portal stuff. So, speaking of Pat Barnes being on top of the portal stuff, we kind of hit the D-line. We got some younger D-line guys rolling out. We've mentioned the guys that have offered to be coming in. Uh, We had teased about Marcus Harris, so that's going to bring to the next point after that. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But uh, I do want to talk about recruiting this own roster, or Hugh recruiting his own roster, because there's some news out of that, which all this comes along with portal season. And we haven't even gotten to high school, guys, yet. It's crazy. But uh, spit us out with some more offers that Auburn has sent out there that have been made public so far. So I've been keeping keeping track of this very diligently over the last week. It seems to me that we are sending a ton of offers out on receivers and offensive linemen. With mm-hmm. receivers, I think we all expected that. Offensive linemen was a little interesting to me. I kind of expected going – maybe a couple of weeks ago, I expected us to roll with Wade and Miller as our two tackles. Lou is our center, uh, and I kind of expect us to bring in one more experienced guard to give some competition to Muskrat, Jeremiah Wright, and Dylan Senda at other guard spot. From the looks of it, though, memes, we are at least recruit trying to recruit people to have a whole competition for almost all these spots next year. We have got four offensive guard offer spots out right now. Um, and I don't know if you've been keeping track of this, but we had a guy from Indiana. His name is Matthew Bedford who visited this weekend. I think he would play guard at Auburn. 
we had a guard from Southern Miss. His name is, I think, Gerquan Scott, who visited on Sunday, and he act, he actually announces his commitment tomorrow between us and Ole Miss. And we've got a guy coming in this weekend from Toledo who is a first-team All-Mac offensive lineman there. His name is Vinny Skyuri, and I don't know if that's the right way pr- to pronounce it, but that's how you would pronounce it phonetically at least. Well, that's so I want a guy. I want, I've always wanted a guy named Vinny to play at Auburn. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's exactly what looks like what his name sounds like. He's a uh, very Italian, so that'd be kind of got that. Yeah, kind of got that mob mob style. I like that. Yeah, definitely. And apparently, is. he grew up an Auburn fan somehow. He's from Ohio. We grew up an Auburn fan. Hey, love that. Now speaking of the guy going back to the guy from Indiana. I mean, after that basketball game this past weekend, surely he's going to want to. Like, I, I mean, I would be kind of embarrassed to have any association with Indiana after what Bruce Pearl and Bruce Pearl and them boys did to him. Yeah, that apparently was we're, that was one of the funnest games I've watched in a while. It was a good game. We're battling Oregon for this guy, so he's not a shoe in. And I think he's one of those who's seeing what these schools have to offer, so to say. Well, let's uh, hope for good news. Any other names to be on the lookout that Auburn has extended the olive branch to? Yes, we've got an offensive tackle who was on campus, I believe, yesterday and today from Memphis, who I want this guy bad. I think this he played left tackle for Memphis. He's got two years to play, uh, and he, he graded out pretty well, especially for a sophomore offensive lineman. This guy is named Mac Pounders, and that is honest <laughs> to God his real name. Auburn had, and that's something that we got to get back to. I mean, Auburn was killing the name game and the nickname game for a hot minute. Well, this and, guy would bring it back up. Yeah, yeah. No, the, our, our, um, our blue chip name ratio is sliding a little bit. I mean, that's something Auburn yeah, has always been elite with. And, yeah, we definitely got to – we got to get the name game back. So, uh, uh, is, it, is he – you say he was a, a tackle or a guard? Left tackle. He's true brew left oh, tackle. Yeah. He's like 6'7", 310 pounds. Big Mac yeah. Pounders. Yes. Yeah, guy, a guy whose birth name was Pounders. It's like being named Barnes <laughs> and being an Auburn fan. I mean, it was it was fake. Right. So he yeah, only had get... two two options: either play football or do something. So. <laughs> well, I gotta say, here is my guy Pounders. Uh, this is the first I've heard of him, and I want him. Yeah, I want he, him on the he, team. Like I said, I think he's a good player too. And he his there's some familial connection there. I think something like his dad played played college football for. Hugh Freeze's uncle or grandfather or something crazy like that. So that's how we got his we got his attention, and he's already been in on a visit. Sounds like we're in the thick of it for him. But really, the most we got another guy coming in this weekend from San Jose State who graded out as one of the top ten offensive tackles in America in college football. His name is Fernando Carmona, and he played left tackle for San Jose State. So really, beyond the fact that hey, we're recruiting these good offensive linemen, what's interesting to me is that we're bringing in two left tackles. Uh, Dylan Wade was a pretty good left tackle for us this year, and the only thing I can guess is they're, they're wanting to move him to probably his more natural position of guard. So what you're you looking at next year is a, a left tackle, Dylan Wade at left guard, Lou at center, another transfer guard in Miller, or maybe even possibly another transfer at right tackle. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of, I've been hearing a lot of the chatter about trying to push – push uh, Dylan Wade in. So. Yeah. And he's six foot three. That's probably where he would play in the NFL. Cause there's only a handful of six foot three tackles in the NFL. Right. Uh, you really have to have elite agility and good wingspan to be an NFL tackle of that size. So yeah, get his, to get his tape up. And 
it's really nice. And uh, I guess we'll throw a little bit of shade at uh, some former staffers here, but it's nice to see that this staff potentially has in mind, we're going to move you to a position that would be better for you at Auburn and also your NFL prospects versus just like, we're just going to move you here because we don't know where else to put you and or this position gap has been so underly recruited for right. however many years. You just you're going to have to go here. The Oops, linemen, we forgot to recruit linemen, tackles for the. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We forgot to recruit tackles for the last three years, so you got to play tackle for us. Yeah, we've been there, and it's really cool to be. Hey, we want you to move position because we think you're better here. We think your NFL chances are better here. But the good news is, is like we're actually going to bring guys in to replace where you were playing, so we're not going to have like a major deficit there. That paragraph that i just said like that hasn't been a thing in auburn in the lord knows how long so that's kind of nice i'm I'm happy to hear it so those are the guys who get coming out let's uh, as i kind of said let's talk about the ones who i mean it's weird like portal season recruiting season we're thinking about dinner you know dinner at mom's hitting the phone calls going to the visits guys coming to visit you but internally guys sitting down in the office that are already on Auburn's roster. And let's just go ahead and start with the big news that came out today. Keontae Scott said he's running it back. He ain't done yet. He is bought in, ready to go back for another year. I think personally that's huge news. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's a dog out there, man. I love Keontae. I think he's our best nickelback, true nickelback since – Rudy Ford played nickel, I think, his senior year at Auburn. And Rudy's still yep. playing NFL football, so he was a good player. Uh, yeah. The other thing, I love Keontae Scott. He's trending. He 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 looked – when he came back, he looked better all throughout the year. I think if he stays healthy, he continues to improve next year and can be a – I mean, he could potentially be looking like all-SEC talent. Yes. So. I, he, honestly, he's all-SEC talent now. It, and I think he would have been had he not sat half the year out with an injury. So. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was saying if he's healthy next year, he's he's going to be a guy that are a lot of like preseason watches. And uh, if I th- feel if he stays healthy throughout the year, he will live up to the rightful hype he should be having going into next year. That's huge. Uh, what are some other player announcements that have come out so far of guys that are, yep, I'm coming back. And then we've kind of teased on earlier with Marcus Harris, but some others that we're kind of waiting on our edge of the seat to see what their moves will be, whether it be potentially hitting the portal or potentially going pro. So Justin Hokinson with on three, I, I saw this report. Um, he's reporting that he feels good about JD rim coming back to Auburn for next year, which I think is huge for our cornerback depth, especially since we're losing all our starters. And I think we need a, a bigger, more physical guy. And he, he has shown flashes at times. So I'm pretty excited about him coming back. Any other any other names so far that we're uh, that we are uh, potentially thinking about, or, or sorry, that would be either announced they're coming back or ones that we're kind of waiting on the edge of the seat to see what will they do? Because I think it's been, I think it's been kind of quiet so far. It's I think it's close. good. Yeah, it's it's getting close to when they're going to have to state something one way or the other. I, I think it's safe to say at this point that Jalen Simpson and I think Jalen Simpson's going to the. Uh, he he accepted his senior bowl invite, so I, I think it's fair to say that we've seen him play at Auburn the last time. And best of luck to Jalen in the NFL. I, I loved what he did for Auburn. He was a great safety. Uh, so 
he, he's put in his time and he can go make some NFL money now. No, no, I think he's making the right call there. I think there's a couple guys we're really waiting to hear what they're going to do. Uh, I think that group is Jarquez Hunter, Rivaldo Fairweather, Marcus Harris, and Eugene Asante. And I think that's it off the top of my head. Is there somebody I'm missing there? For the potential pro route? Yeah, I think those are the four we're still that still have a decision to make one way or the other. Yeah, I believe so. Um uh, Javarius, Javarius Johnson too. Oh yeah, yeah. That there you go. Uh let me pull up my was DJ James kind of playing it, or was it kind of like he ended the year that really feeling like he should run it back? I think he's out of eligibility. I don't think he had a choice. DJ James? He played, yeah, his his freshman year at Oregon was 2019. So freshman 2019, sophomore 2021, junior last year, senior this year. Okay, so I thought he had a – I thought he had a – he, he didn't redshirt in 2019? No, he played right off the bat. Okay, I thought he had another COVID year. Just kidding. He gone. It's so hard. I can't uh, wait for that crap to be done. I say it every episode. I'm yeah. just so ready for it to be done. Obviously, Luke Deal said he was coming back. We talked about that some last week. Um, It sounds – I know Mike G well, – Put it out in the airwaves last week, and this was just another one that um would you know would be on the transfer watch would have been Micah Riley. He uh, came out and said he felt pretty good that Micah Riley was going to be a guy that was going to be coming back. And Jay Fair, I guess Jay, there's been a little talk about is Jay Fair staying or going, right? Yeah, I think Jay Fair is one to look for. Uh, you'd mentioned Dylan Wade; he was a guy who people were kind of potentially, who is he going to come or is he going to go? But we just kind of went over what his prospects will probably be next year. So that'll, I think they're expecting Wade back. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a good thing. Yep. That is a good thing. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think those are the, I think those are the guys that would be looking at the pro route. And then of course, you know, there's plenty of others. You never know who, who might decide they want to transfer. When does the transfer window close officially? January 4th is the last day for players to enter. So we got another couple of weeks before we know for sure. Yeah, which also means, too, you might have some guys who try to run it one round with the bowl game and just see, hey, can I right? Can I go out here and make, let's just say, especially in the wide receiver room where you've got a few guys that definitely aren't going to be playing, all right, I'm going to get some more touches. Can I really show that I'm going to fight, you know, I'm going to earn my yeah. keep here and then – and that could be for any other position on the team. So, yeah, I think there could be some action after the bowl game as well. And then uh, there, who knows, maybe some guys will really show out. And like, Ooh, that's uh, – all right, we're feeling a lot better maybe, about yeah. that player now. Maybe they show the coaching staff something that one, that one makes them want to keep them around. So, Yeah, and I, I'm looking – I'm circling I'm circling uh, Camden Brown for that one. Yeah, I, I agree. feel like – and he even kind of made that cryptic tweet too. So I, I kind of feel like – the bowl game, it seems like he wants to be here. If not, he probably would have entered with some of the other guys pretty early. I think this is one that he's going to circle and say, you know what, I, you know, g- give me the ball. I'm not, I'm not going to let you down. And I would love to see it. It uh, would be really good for him. So about to wrap it up here um, with the last little tidbit. Um, it still is in portal season because all the seasons going around, but um, that is kind of where we're at with the internal roster. Uh, we'll do a full episode on this because it's coming up. But how are we feeling? Any other information? Because this all is interconnected with the high school class and any moves there 
that folks should be keeping an eye on one way or another. And there may be some stuff that we can't say specifically. So if there's right. some, you know, things that we can tease to, I think that'll be fine as well. Just say, Hey, watch for a flip or watch for this. But yeah. Any high school news to drop on everybody before we uh, get, you said signing days next Wednesday. Is that right? Yes. December 20th. So that would be a week from this Wednesday. Yeah. And this, I think this Wednesday also is when they will, announce the sec schedule for auburn like the dates like where what days and the order that the season will be in so uh, yeah two big wednesdays in a row as far as news for auburn but yeah high school i think uh i think you may be seeing a little bit of movement more movement as far as transfers goes from the defensive line room based off some guys that could be coming in this time next week, we should probably just leave it at that. But I think that may be connected, possibly. So that's something to look forward to next week. See if that that comes to fruition or not. Uh, I think you're going to be looking at the safety position, see who we bring in there or not, because there's a big time high school guy out there that could possibly be, and that this guy's kind of known to everybody at this point, but he could possibly be playing for Auburn this time next year, and he's good enough to play right away. Uh, so I guess those are the two positions to look at the transfer portal. If we're still standing pat next Wednesday and we haven't brought guys in at those spots, there could be a good reason for that. Yeah, and I think you're right, too. I, I know we kind of talked about the bowl game, but I also think the high school class could also affect if guys kind of coming and going because, you know, you see you see the verbal commitments, but you know what? It doesn't matter until Penn hits paper, and then you got to get guys – academically eligible we got to get them on the field you know there's a lot of steps that it takes but this is a sure big one and uh, a lot of dominoes can be falling after a few things so we're in week one of portal season but the beauty of portal season is it moves fast it moves quickly and there's a lot of just domino effect events that can affect a lot of others down the road very exciting stuff it has absolutely made the month of december absolutely electric it is so much more fun to talk about this than just oh we got bowl practice yippee kind of stuff so a lot of moving parts we will be at you as they come along of course signing day it will never end and like i said i think it's safe to say we should be expecting probably a few more guys to start committing in the next week to auburn as well now that they've gotten more visits and uh, recruiting time in as well. Cause like I said, we started with Robert Lewis, which kind of goes to show that that was probably a top target. Cause usually the first guy early on is ones that they had their eyes on. And of course, more guys from other schools may enter the portal and more from Auburn. So this will not be the last portal update. Just the second one, week one. want to thank Pat as always for jumping on talking shop with us. Lots of really good information there for everybody to follow and keep an eye on. We will be back at you as the developments come along. I want to thank everybody, as always, for listening to the Auburn Daily Show. Stay tuned for more awesome Auburn content to come, and we will be back at it again very, very soon. Thank you, everybody, as always, for listening.